the, then the thing that really sets me off is, well, once we have a vaccine, then everything will go back, back to normal. To normal. Yeah. And I say, you mean like the flu vaccine that's 8% effective? Doesn't work. I catch if, I mean, if I had a brake pad manufacturing company for cars and my brake pads were 8% effective, I would be out of business. George Floyd was not taken out because he was black. George Floyd was taken out because he was owed major drug money by Derek Shaver. When you're making vaccines that are 8% effective for the flu that you have to change every year, which, by the way, give most people that take them the flu, the flu. and you're going to tell me that this new, and they can't sue, you can't sue them for this right. without going through the VAERS court, which is a joke. And you're going to tell me that once we have a untested, brand new, rushed through vaccine, then everything is going to go back to normal? Good luck with that. I'll tell you what, they're going to test it in Africa like they're doing. Kill a bunch of Africans, pay them off $1,000 per person, which is the maximum that they have to spend if they kill somebody. So they already know that because it's way cheaper to kill them there than kill them here. Found out what the Chinese Communist Party, the Red Dragon, is doing to these people and have been doing to these people for the last 20 years in China, sending hundreds and thousands of innocent Falun Gong practitioners, Uyghur Muslims, house Christians, and Tibetan Buddhists. Particularly, 95% of um, the victims are Falun Gong practitioners to be state-mandated hospitals, concentration camps, death camps, military facilities, uh, military facilities run by the Chinese military at the behest of the, of the highest-ranking officials of the Chinese Communist Party to create a illegal sanctions forced organ harvesting business we'll switch over a little bit here but i mean you know you i know we had spoken before you, you know we started recording about um paranormal work i mean you you also dabble in that as well can you uh give us maybe kind of an example of of the work that you do there as well um i would say studying ufos is just like crystal skulls you have to be open to the paranormal and the paranormal only means that you're not using your physical five senses and the physical reality. You're understanding that there's a lot more going on around us. That's in other dimensions. Sure. Um, so for me, the paranormal is actually the spiritual is that we're getting in touch with this other dimension that we, well, what I believe is we exist in multiple dimensions. Like people say, we're multidimensional beings. So we have a physical part. We have an astral part. We have an etheric part. We have a spiritual part. And we may not be consciously aware of all of those parts. Sure. Like if I, if I put my hand out, all you're going to see is my hand. But, but I can actually feel there's another hand that I have that's not this one. Okay. okay so I don't know if is that my etheric body and I can feel that hand. Right. Um, you know, so to me, the paranormal is looking at all these other dimensions that we coexist with. Okay. And, you know, like for most people, they think paranormal is ghost. Right. And it's not just ghost because the ghost is, is a soul who's trapped, uh, can't go to paradise or the next place where they're supposed to go. They're still caught here. And when they get into that state of being a ghost, then they don't experience time and space like we do here. I mean, they float through things. Um, they think about something and all of a sudden they're there. How did I get there? I didn't take a car. I didn't ride a horse. I didn't fly a plane. All of a sudden I'm there. So, um, so I would say that the um, dimensions and the so-called paranormal, which is beyond normal, mm -hmm. is um, they don't, the, the rules that we're accustomed to here, living here in the physical, it doesn't follow the same. It may have uh, things that are similar, but it's different. So the paranormal to me just is the study of the soul. You know, it's like, you know, what are ghosts? Uh, why, are why are we through a medium? And I've worked with mediums able to speak to other intelligent beings who are answering me. They know things about me. How can they know these things about me? I never talked to them, right. but it's because they can link into the essence of who I am and they can see things about me because they're not operating from the same space time like we're accustomed to. Right. 
Sure. So, so I just feel like the study of the paranormal is preparing humanity for us to move into a higher vibration or a higher state of vibration, which some people call 5D, fifth dimensional. And, um, you know, we have beings around us that already are in fifth dimensional, like one man I interviewed around Sasquatch, not Bigfoot, they like Sasquatch, that's their name. Um, He went into another dimension with them and visited with them. And when he went through the dimensional door, he could have no metal on his body Hmm. in order to do that. Right. So they live here, but they're in another dimension. I have I've not seen Sasquatch. I think Katrina has, but I have felt their presence. Uh, like Mount Shasta one time, I just felt there was a Sasquatch watching us, but I couldn't see it, but I knew it was there. Right. And there are certain people like who have more direct contact than I do, and I'll feel it, and I'll say, you're, you're having contact with Sasquatch, and I'm never wrong. So there's something about the essence of their energy. And one friend that I've known for a long time, who I helped to sell one of his books on our website about Sasquatch, he made an interesting comment that they said to him, they've actually been here longer than humanity has been. Okay. And they're not, you know, they may look different than us and, you know, may look more animal-like, but they're just as intelligent and loving and kind as as any any of us so so the key of of understanding the paranormal is the key to see what's coming up for the future of our world that we're going to have contact with these beings you know i i don't call them extraterrestrial i call them galactics with the galactics with sasquatch with the people that live in the underground cities that may be descendants from atlantis and lemuria um, I've had contact with um, somebody who knows me, and he's very tall. When when I see him in my mind's eye, uh, from the Lemurian city Telos, underneath Mount Shasta, that's okay. reported to be there. Um, you know, so the key is when you have a more paranormal experience, do you trust it? Right. Do you think you're crazy? Do you think other people are going to judge you and think you're crazy so you never talk to them about it? I think we're past that right now. Yeah. I think so many people are having different experiences, and they're getting really wild, too. Sure. You know, like some people are saying they're time travelers. Some people are just appearing out of nowhere. I saw some video taken where this car just came out of nowhere, like it came from another dimension. Right. You know, a parallel dimension, and some door opened, and it just slipped through. Or what about, this is one of my favorites. Let's see where you, where you are with this, Paul. Okay. Um, the Mandela effect. Right. What's going on with that? Like, you know, I, I did a talk, I remember in Seattle. I don't know, I may have worn my shirt. I love Field of Dreams. I'm a real big baseball fan. As you can see, I'm from <laughs> Chicago. Right. And I'm waiting for them to win again. I mean, all my <laughs> life until years. they won. Yeah. You know, I've said this to everyone. I lived for, what, 2016. So I was 61, I guess. Yeah. Or, yeah, 61. I had to live 61 years to watch my favorite baseball team finally win a championship. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, like, very glued in. Sure. But I also I play fantasy baseball. I'm in a league, and, like, after a little bit after we finish, I'm going to have to um, – you know, mail in this manager for my team. We're in first place by game, and I've worked really hard making trades and trying to match my team against the other team. But anyway, uh, Mandela Effect with Field of Dreams, uh-huh. and I've been to the baseball field. I had to go there. Okay. So, and I pitched from the mound, but I couldn't, you know, at 60 some years, I could not throw it 60 foot at probably 45, and I could only lob it over the plate. Okay. I did try to go into the cornfield and see if I would disappear, but of course that didn't happen. That would have been my favorite place to go. Right. But of course, you know, it's just a story. I actually talked to um, the author too. I interviewed him uh, who wrote um, Shoeless Joe Jackson, which became Field of Dreams. And he didn't have any interest. He just said it made a great story. So I think that the producers of the film – they took that story and they build on top of it. And I really like what they did versus what I read in the book. Sure. So, but anyway, so um, 
I'm doing this talk in Seattle, Feel the Dreams. Everybody knows the movie, loves the movie. So how many people remember Kevin Costner when he's in the field? Did he hear, if you build it, they will come? Yep. Or if you build it, he will come? They, and some yeah. people said, said they. If you go into the movie, you'll see the version of it in our reality is he, referring to his father who right. shows up at the end. Okay, but the shirt I bought from them says they, they. me, meaning the eight Chicago White Sox players. Okay, but Kevin Costner hears he will come. Right. And at the end, where his friend gets to go into the field with the players and he's all complaining, then Shoeless Joe says, no, Ray, it wasn't built for me or anyone else. It was for you. And then he looks at his father, who's the catcher in the game. And they have the chance, you know, to reconnect. So he will come is his father. So that's my understanding of it. Okay. But if you go back to it, you will see that the version we have in our reality is he. Because right. I did that. Um, and, you know, there's so many other things with the Mandela effect. So what's happening with that? Uh, if you remember they, did you switch places with your parallel self and come into this reality, Paul? And this is where I was born. You know, we don't know. Right. What's that all about? So that's part of the paranormal too, which to me is just a sign that every, now I'm going to tell you some profound things that have come to me in my paranormal research. Okay. This will be one, but these are sayings that just make total sense to me. If somebody gets it, they're really going to get what the paranormal is about. Sure. So in the case of this mandala effect, like, you know, did, did uh, what is his name? I can't. It's not Mandala. Mandala. It's Mendel. Mendel, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Mendel, Mendel effect. Mendel effect. Yeah. Okay, I always call it the Mandala effect. It's not. It's Mendel. So, for some people, and this is how it started, they remember that he died in prison, but he died in our reality, you know, older age, becoming the head of South Africa. Right. So again, different things. Okay, yeah. so here's one thing that maybe could explain why we have this effect going on or different things. You got to take a drink. I'm going to take a drink. No, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll all take a drink. <laughs> I have a smoothie my wife made. I never drink alcohol. Okay, so here's the first thing. So I'm having conversation with, with myself, right. which could be God because they say all is one. So it could be I'm talking to God. You know, but that sounds like, you know, I'm too much into myself. Oh, yeah, Joshua got to talk to God. Well, we all can speak to God or creator. So I'm asking this question inside. Well, creator, you know, whatever you imagine instantaneously gets created. So what's the point of having us? You know, why? how do we benefit you in some way? Because everything benefits each other. You know, it's not like, oh, we just have God's love and that's why we're here. Right. And the answer I heard was your experiences, of course. What? Your experiences, naturally. Well, what does that mean? So I thought about it. And basically what it means is that no matter who you are, what you do, what you think about yourself, God loves you. And through you, creator gets to experience what it's like to be you. And even if there are all these parallel other dimensions, right. the other aspects of yourself make a different choice. Like, I already know there's one of me that looked at your name and go, I'm never going to talk to that radio station. Right. Who are those people? That name, I don't like it. Forget I it. That. I won't even I, answer them. I get that all the time, actually, so that's all right. <laughs> right. Well, because you're going to get to the right guess. But in this reality... I said, let me check it out. I don't know what this is about. Sure. And then I talked to you and I watched you talk to the other UFO guy. I said, Paul's great. I, of course, it would be an honor to be on his show. Thank you. So, so that, that's essentially what I heard. It's our experiences. So it means that you get to be who you are. You shouldn't let other people tell you who you're supposed to be. I mean, right. you can listen to their suggestion, and sometimes people will give you a really good suggestion. Yeah, I should do that. That would be great. But you need to agree with that. Don't do it because 
you know, probably I, I drove my father crazy. He would make many suggestions and I wouldn't always agree with him. Sure. And, and I know there's some people who don't like me because I know how to say no, if right. it's something I don't want to do. Um, but, you know, I try not to get angry about it. I just figure, well, you know, they're saying it because they think they could help me. Well, that needs to be honored, but it's not going to help me. Right. So how do I get out of it? Be polite, be yeah. polite. But that comes from age and, and many experiments. Because there was a time when I was younger, like your age, where, you know, I was boring in my talks and, and my Aries part came out and didn't even worry about if I destroyed someone else. No, you're, you're not, not here to do that. Right. So, so this to me explains why this Mandela effect could actually be is that we have all these parallel realities. And I think there's a possibility what may be happening in this period of time is that there's a merger going on, but I'm not sure. Because there was one time when I was in Holland where we were together with other people around the skull and there was this one guy who was, everybody thought was a great teacher. And for some reason, he was talking about an experiment in Atlantis, which I seem to have been part of, which would make sense because I'm scientific. I like to do scientific things. And what I saw is an experiment that went out of control and the only way to preserve the integrity of reality is it had to allow multiple timelines to emerge from that point to preserve it. Right. Okay. And each of those timelines originated by the thoughts of the person who was there. So one timeline came from me as one of the scientists and a different one came from another person. And by having those different timelines, instead of a major explosion and destruction, it created, who knows, 50, 100 different timelines, and that preserved it. Or it would be the same thing like if I went back in time and I killed my grandfather, how mm -hmm. could I do that? Right. I wouldn't be born if my grandfather was dead, right? Well, a different plane you were, yeah. You could, you could right, exist. But yeah. what, <laughs> right, but the idea is that because there's, you know, this continuous every possibility, right? so all I do is I start a new timeline then. Right. Okay. I can't come back to my original one, but now I'm not part of the new one where I killed him and I'm a visitor from the future of another timeline. Okay. So that preserves it. So the, so again, the idea is creator receives through each of us through the experience of being who we are. So why can't we, if creator can love us, why can't we love ourselves? Yeah, sure. We're going to make mistakes and we may not be happy with everything we do, but we get an opportunity to try again. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. if you get, com if you get complaints from your listeners of this show between you and I, you'll <laughs> never bring me on again yeah. and you'll know, don't bring on a crystal skull guy. Right. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Now. Well, no, I definitely want to have you back. Cause I definitely want to have um, more into the paranormal side of, you know, things we can get, you know, back into UFOs and things like that. Cause, and I definitely have some thoughts about, you know, Sasquatch and Bigfoot and like UFOs and where they come from, stuff like that. But, you know, that'll kind of be, you know, we can do that like another show. We have a lot more time sure. as well. But um, right. yeah. Right. Okay. So let's come back to, to my sayings that have come to me. Sure. This is also very profound. Um, and I like this one too. So let's see, how do I present it? Um, God, it just, it went across. It'll come back. Give me a moment here. <laughs> Or I'll have to select a different one. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. See, he told me, he said, it's no time and no space. Hmm. Okay. So what does that mean? A lot of times you'll hear people say, well, the truth is we don't really have time and we, we don't have space. Okay. It's the simultaneous now and we're always in the same place. Like, you know, on the in the Star Trek um, series, they have the whole the hollow, what is it called? The holographic hologram? room. Right. Yeah. They have this room where they create holograms and you think that you're in, you know, uh, this whole other reality, but really you're staying in that one room. Right. That's how space works. We're really in the same room, no matter where we go, no matter what dimension we're in, which means that all intelligent beings are occupying the same space at the same time, every moment, of existence. Right. Now that's very 
mind blowing because our reality is, you know, um, like for example, I tried to come on your radio, sh on your show a week early. I thought we were doing it last <laughs> week. Yeah. So I kept going into Zoom and nothing happened. Well, yeah. that was in the past. And I knew a week later I would be here talking to you was in the future. So we're used to, you know, past, present, future. And that as I'm moving, I'm moving through time. Now, there was a book that was written by David Wilcock where he said there could be an alternative Earth where instead of um, space-time, it's time-space. Hmm. So in other words, as you... Let's see, how did he do it? Because you got to switch your thinking. It's like when you go to Europe, you got to drive on the other side of the car right. and you got to switch your brain to stay on the left instead of the right. I can never do um, that. <laughs> yeah, probably. But you'll learn when you get older, you're going to have to. But anyway, <laughs> um, so he was saying that there was another reality because the reason he was saying there was this other reality that was the reverse is because there was this airplane. This is a true case. I don't know when it happened, 1980s, 1990s, where it totally disappeared off the radar for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. But yet all the people felt like they were somewhere. And then it reappeared and their watches were 20 minutes slow. Hmm. Okay, so, they, so he thinks they jumped to the reverse, which in, instead of moving, uh, moving and then moving in time, you move in time in order to move in space. So it was the reverse principle. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it's very interesting. And then of course, Sliders, which is the TV show, which you may not remember because you were too young before it came out, but you should go watch it anyway, because it was really cool. Some famous uh, singer's daughter was involved in making it. And it was one of my favorite shows. Um, so in Sliders, uh, when they're moving between different parallel Earths, there's one episode where they actually go to an Earth where time moves in the reverse um, way. Okay. So in other words, they're in the future, and all of a sudden they're in the past, and then they go to the next past. So they're moving backwards in time instead of moving forward in time. Right. Okay, so then that leads to the next um, thing, which is, and this the last one I would say, but these they're all interconnected, these three. There is nothing that you can imagine unless it already exists in some place in God's infinite universe or reality. So in other words, like, you know, if we write a story, right. it already, that story or exists, and it's just we're linking into it, and we're writing it, but it's already happening. So and the same thing, you know, that there could be a reality where it runs backwards in time. If you can imagine it, then it must already exist somewhere. So these three things, no time, no space, that you can imagine it. And that through us, creators experiencing, that to me is the simplicity that explains all reality, which is has to come from the spiritual or the paranormal. So did you understand those three things I was saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and I want to jump on that as well. Could that be maybe what? what ghosts are maybe they're kind of our time you know they're, they're kind of overlapping with each other maybe we're kind of seeing little little glimpses of maybe like another universe and those could be maybe what ghosts are you know things like that or like like shadow spirits well what i think for ghost is is that okay so when you're alive your fit your vibrational frequency is in a line with the physical okay when a go what a ghost is is either all are part of the soul of the person, which doesn't exist in the physical reality, right. but it still can be, you know, around. But the, the speed of the, of the atoms vibrating in the body of the ghost, which could be the etheric body, is much faster than it is in the physical reality. So the ghost literally is passing through everything and we cannot, unless you're a sensitive, like my, my friend here, he's touching my shoulder. Okay, you don't see anyone there, but if you were a gifted visionary, you might see that there's this tall, I don't even know what the form is of my guide. Somebody says it's an ET, I don't know. I just know that we're buddies 
And anytime I talk, he goes, Joshua's talking. I'm going to stand there and see if I can get some, some good stuff in there through him. You know, it looked like he's talking, but I'm, I'm giving him that good stuff. Right. Um, so, so this guy, I can feel, but I don't feel it on the physical. I think he's touching my etheric, which is connected to my physical. So I have a tingling sensation or whatever, but I don't feel like, you know, somebody's touching me. I just feel a vibration, a tingling. Okay. So th I think the ghost is on this level where it's kind of in between. It's supposed to go somewhere else, but it can't release itself because it didn't finish in life. And it may not be the whole essence of the person. No. Like one example of that is, and it's a very unfortunate, what happened to the people who died in the second world war in Japan when we dropped the atomic bomb? Right. They must they must have got scattered all over the place, and a lot of those souls are probably fragmented. Um, so many of them could actually be ghosts. Like if you went to the places where it was bombed, now it's probably the radiation has died down and everything, but they're still there. Or like I know that I was a general in the Civil War. I talked to another friend in Utah who said I was this general who you know these two generals are ones that were known. Okay, they were main general. He was in the Confederate. I was in the Union. But they were friends before, like in school and everything. And they always honored each other. And after the war, they honored each other. Um, so um, I went to Gettysburg with Portal de Luz. Okay. And I, I, I studied all the battles. So I knew all three days where they were fighting. And I was drawn to certain places. Like um, I went up, I, I believe I went up to the ridge. The, the, that was the second day that they fought. There were these like high ridges that were guarding the Union position, which they showed in the movie Gettysburg. Right. I can't, uh, the name of um, Joseph was the, I think the officer's first name. So they showed, you know, his company fighting and holding that hill. So I went there with Portal de Luz and meditated. To, and I felt like, um, because I think those troops, the general I was, I think he ordered the troops into some of these areas indirectly. Okay. So they may have recognized me, even though I didn't look like I looked then, they may have recognized me. I felt, you know, like a lot of presence. And I did a meditation and music. And hopefully I helped them to move on. And maybe that happened because they recognized me, who I was. Sure. So, so um, when you ask a question about a ghost, I just think it's like an in-between state. It's probably in the etheric body, but it, it refuses to believe it's dead. Right. And it keeps, you know, trying to touch people. But that body it's in is just going to go through the physical. We're not even going to sense it. Right. Okay, the only way you can sense it is if you're working with your spiritual gifts. Okay, like sometimes this has happened to me. Again, you know, every time I think of something, I see a story. When I was in Hungary and we were hosted for a Crystal Skull Conference and I was sitting at the family who hosted us, I remember the grandfather wanted to say something to his grandson. And so I had this, you know, feeling come over me and I just felt like, you know, to say something. So whether I'm actually doing it or not, I don't know. But every one of us could be used by spirit. Like this happened to my father. He never, I wasn't sure if he believed in this or not. But yet he would find me the most amazing books in the library. You know, it was like something was working through him, guiding him. Oh, you need to make sure your son sees this one. One of the best UFO books I ever read, he found for me. I'm not even sure if it was the library or, or how he did that. Um, so creator can work through any individual at any time. Right. Like sometimes I'll know things and I don't know where it comes from. I just know something. Um, and it's just very apparent. So this is part of the awakening that we're having. Why the paranormal is so important. It's like if we don't honor this aspect of ourselves. We're only honoring half of who we are. If we're just saying we're just a logical, physical being, but we're not an immortal soul, we're missing out on all this wonderful aspect of who we are, our gifts, our abilities, access to knowledge, 
information. Um, you know, and that's, I think what's happening right now is a lot of young people are being born and they're already wide awake. I've met some young people when I start talking to them, I can't follow what they're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking about. And it's because the reality that they come from is so high. You know, I just, I cannot see it from this perspective. You know, I have to keep asking them a lot of questions. What are you talking about? What do you mean by this? Um, you know, I might be lucky if I understand them. I don't know. <laughs> but the prophecy is, and this is what I believe, uh, this prophecy is that we're going to go into a golden age, that this is definitely going to happen. And this is why in indirectly, even though it's not a good thing for a lot of people because they may have lost their jobs, they have to stay home, they're bored. Fortunately, baseball's starting today. Thank you, God. Oh, I yeah. can deal with an empty stadium if they're playing, <laughs> you know. Um only 60 games, well, you know, that may not be enough to really see the, the best team, but who cares? It's baseball. I even paid money that I just made, you know, indirectly through the, the Coast to Coast show, I things I sold, to, so I could watch all the Cubs games, you know? <laughs> I have to do that. Yeah, I know what you so, mean. Yeah, I try to yeah, so it, it, it's fun. Games. Yeah. Right. So now, of course, you know, I could try to see into the future. I don't want to. I just want to watch them play. And, you know, I, I hope the Dodgers and the Yankees are not the two teams that meet in the World Series. But, you know, that's what they're predicting. So we see. But anyway, the whole point. Yeah. Well, they they have a very good team. <laughs> they, they have a very good team. They could be there. As long as not the Red Sox will be all right. Uh, I don't know. The Red Sox lost some good players. They lost yeah. their best hitter. I think. But anyway, so going back to the paranormal, so there's these two aspects of who we are. And the thing is to embrace it. You know, like, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. When you read a book, do you hear the words in your head or do you see them to understand? Them? I, I see them. Okay, so that means you're visual. So you're probably your spiritual gift is vision. Like you could see ghosts. If you trained yourself, and you trusted your ability, you may be able to see ghosts or other spirits. Or like, sometimes what happens to me, I don't have that gift, but Katrina does. She's able to see things. I feel, okay, to me it's the same. But sometimes there'll be these little tiny colored lights when my eyes are closed or even when they're open, I'll see flash at me. What is that? That has to be some kind of spirit that is lowering it, his, her, its vibration, so I'm able to perceive it, right. okay? So I'm gonna tell you, you need to work on, you know, visualizing things. If you do a meditation and try to visualize yourself in another place, I could do it, but I won't see any colors or details. You would see colors and details. Right, right. You could, you would see it so good, you could actually, if you knew how to draw or you had somebody who drew, they would be able to draw exactly what you see. Nobody could draw what I see. <laughs> because it's grayscale and I can't see the details. I just know the importance of what I'm looking at. Like if I go back into, let's say, a Civil War lifetime, I see myself right now. So it means in this moment, that Civil War officer that I am is in this battlefield. I see myself at the end of the battlefield with all these people who have died in the battle and I'm really feeling very ill. The waste of all these men, even though I love the strategy, okay? And even now, whenever I play games, like even in my baseball league, I'm always thinking strategy. Okay, this team has this strength and has this weakness. How do we take my players and take advantage of that weakness? That, that's gotta be a general, okay. you know, a general lifetime strategizing how to win the game, okay? Right. But I see myself right now, this moment, in a battlefield, it's the, the, the battle's over, and I'm with my horses with me. And I love to ride horses in this lifetime. I really not had lessons, but anytime I can ride, I do. So these other lifetimes are happening simultaneously and they're affecting my lifetime now, okay? Where did I get this music ability from? I don't know, it has to be some past life. You know, if I was a musician, maybe it comes from there. What about writing, speaking, confidence? It seems to me like there are other 
lifetimes where I had experiences to help me with this one, because this one is a very important one, I believe. I believe that this going into this golden age, this transformation, it's going to change many people's lives. It's going to be a very exciting, and some people go, Joshua's crazy, but it's going to be very exciting. It's going to get more exciting. There are things coming up. If what I've been, if what this friend in Holland is showing me is really what's going on behind the scene, people are going to be amazed at what's going to be happening within maybe the next six months to a year, probably after the election. Okay. It doesn't look like Trump's going to win, but he will win. He, he will be our president again because he has to finish some things as the president, I believe. I didn't mm -hmm. like him in the beginning, but I, I believe now what I believe is he's, he's playing the role of what we call the, the, in the tarot, the fool card. Okay. It's like people, because I understand he is a master chess player. Okay. If he's a master chess player, he knows how to give an appearance of something which is not really what his intention is. Right. That's what you have to do in the game. You have to like, you know, pretend like I'm going to be doing this strategy, but really you see this other one behind that when they fall for it, boom, you come in and you take them. That's how I think he is. Sure. So, so we'll have to see uh, where this goes. But the whole point is, is that what's going to be happening from now on is there's going to be a spiritual or paranormal component of it. And more of the, the, the knowledge and the information that's known from this, like people who are much more involved in this than I am, like in secret black projects right. where, you know, they know we have a secret space fleet and they're going to other planets and they're, they're traveling through time that they have access to this, which in people like you and I are just regular people. You know, we just think that sounds great. Maybe one day I will have the chance to do that but we don't know for sure if it's true or not because right. it's, it's too fantastic compared to our reality. But again, what I said, if you can imagine something, it has to exist somewhere. So I, I believe there are too many whistleblowers telling similar stories now. And I trust like YouTube has been my savior. Right. I trust that like when I watch a YouTube, like this whole idea about, you know, which I sent you, the free ebook and we'll talk about how your viewers can get these free books in a little sure. bit. I sent you one free ebook, right? About that. Our world is a computer simulation. Right. You know, one time my wife was visiting her family. We weren't living in Georgia. We were in Seattle and I had no time. So I'm just watching videos. I'm going from one to the other and I can't believe what I'm seeing. There's a scientist, for example, who's saying, uh, when he studies like the inside of reality, there's a binary code there. Hmm. He said, it's the same as the error correction code that we have like Google uses for their searches. There's this error binary code that I'm finding on the essence of everything. And, and then the other thing that happened is of course, I as the typical areas I am, I got to talk to this guy. This is amazing. I never <laughs> heard this. And so I talked to his secretary and I don't want to give his name because I don't want to embarrass him, but he probably got a lot of flack for saying this. Okay. And so now he's quiet, but the secretary said, Oh, you're involved with the paranormal for sure. He doesn't want to have anything to do with you. I'm sorry. He's not going to talk to you. There's no way. Okay. But it was very profound what he said. And he was a scientist, a physicist saying this, but then they said something else, which was very, they said, if this was not a simulation, then there would not be a finite amount of things that could happen. Right. It would be infinite. And they said in this universe, I don't know how they determine it, but it appears as if there are only a finite thing, finite things that can happen here. So we think it's a simulation. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go into this because I think this is real important. Sure. And if, your viewers, you want all of this good stuff? You really resonate with this, what I'm going to say, which blew me away. I'm watching this on YouTube. Okay? <laughs> you must get the three free eBooks that I'm offering to the listeners of this. And we'll give you how you can do it. It's really easy. Sure. Okay. So uh, let's see, where do I want to start with this? So the first thing that comes up 
is there's this person that appears in some kind of internet forum, scientific internet forum, and starts sharing the most bizarre things mm -hmm. with the people and then says, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm really, I'm working on a computer uh, and I'm outside your simula simulation. And, um, um, but, you know, we created this simulation and we're the ones responsible for the Mandela effect. We keep changing things. And some of you who are very spiritual, you don't, when we make the change, you're not doing, you're not going through that change. Okay, so that really got to me. I thought, this is, because I, I um, when I first started working, I was a computer programmer. So I understand that. So I thought, that's amazing. So I tried an experiment on Facebook, but it didn't work. I put a message out. I said, I know you're watching, but nobody knows who I'm talking about. I'm talking to these scientists right. that created this reality. I said, I know you're watching. Why don't you just send me a message, okay? Send me a message. So now, excuse me, here's the next part of it that really got my, because I actually went to this place. So um, as you mentioned, I've been to Peru. I've been looking for this blue skull, but I also, I went to Peru because it's a very special place. You have special experiences there. So Katrina and I, this is the last time I went, I think it was 2009, perhaps. We took a group to Peru, only time, I mean, I've been with groups of people, spiritual groups of people going to Peru, but I haven't been the coordinator of it, the organizer. So I decided, Katrina and I decided, you know, we'll organize it. We'll pick the places for people to go. We'll do some teachings while we're there. Right. Um, and so I heard about this gigantic stone door. Some people call it Amaru Maru. It's called... Um, let me look at my, my blue skull book here because I put it at the end. It should be in the table of contents. Also, it's a promo for this book, Blue Skull yeah. in Peru. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. I print it through Amazon, but there's an ebook version if you don't want the printed book and all the pictures in black and white. Unfortunately, this is the wrong version of the book. I had a newer version, and I didn't bring that. I think it's called Wil Wil Wilka Uta, something okay. like that. It's, um, you know, it's um, not Peruvian. It's They have a different language there, an old language, ancient language. And what, that, what those words mean is door of the gods. So what the local people say sometimes is they see these tall hooded people walking through the door. Now, this is a stone solid door. Okay. And it's walking through and kind of like looking at what's going on and then they go back. Okay. So I have a friend named Jerry Wills who also takes people to Peru and it was good to see him. I did a post about, are we going to digital money? Hmm. You know, this is one of the possibilities that could become out. Three countries are doing it now, Sweden, India, and China. And Japan and Australia already accepted Bitcoin as a legal currency. So um, Jerry Wills got a chance to go to this door and he met a shaman. And the shaman said, if you sing this melody, then the door will, door will open and you'll be able to go through. Hmm. Okay. Right. That's your dog, right? Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> okay, because we have one too and I don't hear him barking next to me. No, okay. Yeah, well, the dog, the dog barking must be significant because we're talking about this dimensional door and he <laughs> wants to bark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so there must be something about it that the dog already knows. So um, now this stone door, before I tell you what happened to Jerry, it's huge. It's gigantic. It has a little, like a little tiny door at the bottom and then a huge door on top. So I, um, I've been there before I took the group, but this is the first time I went with the crystal skull. Right. And I wanted to do a meditation in front of the door. So, of course, I always wait to last. I let everybody else have their experience. Because I was going to sing my crystal skull theme song. You know, put on my MP3 player, didn't have my guitar, and I was going to sing with it. And sure. I warned people. I said, I'm going to sing. You may not like my singing, 
<laughs> but I have to do this. This is my experience. And so I did. Now, what's cool about what happened when I did it is Portal de Luz fell on the ground twice. Mm. So apparently there was some shift in his energy that had to go on before he went in front of that door. Because there was like this little hole I saw in the back of his head and then it disappeared. Mm. It's not there anymore. I can't, I can't see it. But I saw it very distinctly. So anyway, I'll go back to Jerry Wills first before I tell you what happened to me. So Jerry Wills starts doing this tone, this music, whatever it is, and he walks through the door. So, you know, it's not solid. He just goes through. And he's looking around. He's like in a big room. And a voice talks to him and says, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. How'd you get here? And so he says, you know, the shaman told me and how to go through the door, and I got here. And then he sees this huge construct in front of him. And this kind of like scientific guy says, you know what you're looking at, right? That's your universe. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing he said to him that's very interesting. He said, we wanted to create an, uh, you know, like a artificial computer simulation universe so we could study our own. But we didn't put any life in there. But the strange thing was life just started showing up in there. Mm -hmm. So that's what he was told. So. I did my meditation with Portal to lose in front of this door. And, you know, I was singing and it was a very strong energy. I can't totally remember like everything that happened. I know I was in a daze after I came, I had to sit down and re recompose myself. But what I felt was, and I still feel this, I felt like I make a, I made a telepathic connection with the scientists who created our reality. So I was kind of like sending to them this message and saying, send me a message on Facebook. You got computers, you can come into our internet. What's the big deal? Because I remember the other guy who had done that, you know, that was talking about it. So, so we have this door, we have this person on the, on the scientific forum saying that he, he's part of the team that's created our reality. We have, um, um, what else do we have? There was, oh yeah, the scientist who says that there's a binary code underneath reality. Right. And we have the Mandela effect. So, you know, I'm putting all these things together and I'm thinking, you know, those guys, they keep changing our reality. You know why they said they were changing our reality? Because we were supposed to have an annihilation event and they didn't want it to happen. Hmm. So they had to change certain things to make sure that it didn't happen. Like probably in 2012. 12, yeah. Probably around then. So they they stopped it and started changing stuff. And, you know, so again, these are just different ideas or theories. But um, this is what I was guided to watch. And I was just like, you know, in heaven, I said, this is the most amazing stuff. I got to tell everybody else again. Not saying you have to agree with me, right. but think about it. So in the ebook that they're going to get will be the links to the videos I was watching. Sure. So you can watch yourself and see, do you agree with what they're saying or not? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of information there. And it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, there's a whole lot to process. And hopefully, I mean, like you said, there's, I do, I believe as well that we're living in some kind of a, uh, like like a matrix, I guess you could say, you know, it's some kind of simulation as well. But, um, you know, like you said, 2012, and that's probably where I was thinking more along the lines as well, when, you know, the, the whole Mayan calendar was supposed to end and it was supposed to be the end of the earth, you know, maybe it was maybe an end to like a certain consciousness that we had prior and we kind of shifted over to another one and then we started all new. But definitely a lot of people are starting to wake up now and it's, it's definitely overdue, especially, you know, during this whole thing of virus and, and, pro, and all this thing that's going on and um, something huge is going to happen, I think as well prior or maybe after the elections, but it's, it's definitely right. coming down the pipe. So. Right. So there is one piece of hope that I found, which I'll share. And then I think we're probably coming to the end here. So we should yep. give out the website, and the free Absolutely. ebooks and email me if they want to get their own crystal skull project looking glass. Right. Also, I talk about, in this book uh, from my future self. Um, 
I listened to Carrie Cassidy interview somebody named Mr. Wood or Woods, and, uh, and that interview is listed in the ebook. And he said a couple of very um, powerful things. He said, number one, they're not using this device to look at possible futures anymore because it's only showing one future and it's not the future they want. Right. They probably meaning those that have the power and control they think um, it's not going to go the way they want. So in other words, no matter what they do, it's, he compared it to a chess game. He said, when you have two masters playing, there comes a point in time where they both know one is going to win and one's going to lose. And the one who's going to lose can't do nothing to stop it. So he was saying that's the same thing going on with this special device they have where they used to be able to go and see um, potential futures of things they wanted to do and, and what would work and what wouldn't work. And I think he said 2012 is when it really started to have problems mm. okay, because something probably shifted during that time frame. And I, I felt that too. I felt there was a shift on a higher dimension, which eventually would come down to our dimension. Right. Okay, so I think we're seeing it now. Okay, I think what's going on now was what was initiated then. So, um, so Project Looking Glass is showing only one future, and I'm guessing it's the positive future. Right. Okay. And no matter what they do now, like this pandemic, I don't, you know, I don't want to insult anyone. I don't want to get anyone angry. A lot of people believe what they hear in the media, but I'm hearing from people who are on the inside, but I don't really know them. You know, it's like the insiders are telling certain people who are then telling me. So right. I don't know any insiders, but I'm guessing this is where it's coming from. That the number of people who are dying and getting sick, this is way out of proportion. I mean, there's been other illnesses we've had in the past where far more people got died and got sick and they didn't call a pandemic for it. Why are they doing it now? What's so that? it's very obvious they have some other plan. And if you just look at what's going on, what's happening, we're losing all our freedoms. Yeah. We have to wear this mask and this is getting more prevalent. Like even here in Georgia, we didn't have to wear it. Governor said, I suggest it, but you don't have to. Um, now my wife went into one of the grocery stores and they're almost like demanding you have to wear it. And when I went into, um, what uh, telephone do we have? One of the mobile phone companies, T-Mobile, right. they said I had to wear the mask to stand there. Yeah. But the mask really is not protecting you and it's actually making you worse according to medical doctors. So, but I don't say this to, you know, to anger anyone, um, you know, do the social distancing, do what you think you, you have to. But I really feel that this is another 9-11. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. not telling us what's really going on. And this is not my place to say the new information that I'm learning about. But what I would say about this is, as I believe, because my future self in this lifetime is showing me a positive future, because Project Looking Glass is also showing the positive future, that no matter what happens, or what we go through, or even if it's difficult for a period of time, we are going to come out ahead of this. And um, so just, you know, don't come from fear, don't panic, take it day by day, be positive, be like me, enjoy the baseball games that are going to be played tonight, you know, yeah. and um, I believe that things are in hand. I, I was very upset with, uh, let's say, spirit. I said, I want to see some proof what is going to happen that could change this? And within the last week or two, a, a woman in Holland, a friend of mine, she showed me a lot of stuff. And now I'm, I'm believing that there is a lot, of go, a lot going on right now we do not know about that we can't know about yet that is uh, helping to change things. So there will be a positive outcome. Sure. Okay. So let's go to the things that I'm offering to your viewers. Sure. Okay. So, so I'll show them so you have a visual. So, this is one of the books, you'll see it listed in one of the free eBooks. This is the one that talks about the Blue Skull in Peru, which we didn't have a chance to really talk about. Nice. So uh, you can always email me, which I'll give you the email in a second, uh, if you wanna know what it's about, or I'll send you the webpage. I have a whole webpage that talks about, it's a novel. It's the uh, first novel that I've published with a friend from okay. England. And the Blue Skull comes up in here too. 
right? No, oh no, this is the Blue Skull book. <laughs> the other book I'm going to show you, he shows up in that one too. Okay. So, and, and I'm wrong. This is not a novel. This is the Blue Skull book. See, I'm out of it. No, no worries. Okay, so this is about a blue skull that I've had visions of that I went to Peru three times to find. Okay. So if it sounds interesting, you know, just well, send me an email. This is the novel. I'm getting it straight. Okay. So even though there's pictures of Katrina in the cover, it really represents the main characters of the story. Okay. It's kind of, in a way, it's a little bit autobiographical. But, you know, I'm putting things in there. I'm taking liberties and this is the one I did with my friend in England, okay. um, you know, on the story. But everything's in there. Bigfoot's in there. Hollow Earth's in there. Um, the city under Mount Shasta, UFOs, crystal skulls, um, everything. So it's a really great story. And, I, and I'm going to say this from now on every time I show this book. God, I'm not leaving this place to you help me find a way to make this into an action adventure movie. That people <laughs> okay, this would yeah. be a great story. It would be actually. Don't even. Yeah. yeah this is my, right. So you know, as a Jewish person, God, my wish before I leave the planet, please let me make this movie for you. It'll be great. People will love it. Okay, yeah. please, God. That's all I'm asking. All right. Yeah. So that's my my uh, spiel on that novel. So those are two books. There's two other books we have. I'll let you read it in, in the free ebooks. They're only ebooks. You can okay. get them all in ebooks if, if you don't want to wait because I have to wait for Amazon. They're print on demand. So okay. Amazon prints them when I get the order. So sure, sure. it could take a couple of weeks. Okay. The free ebooks. Um, so you get a Crystal Skull free ebook. I already talked about the other two. You get the one about uh, we're in a computer simulation mm. and you get the other one message from Argus, my future self from this lifetime in the future, what it looks like and some other things around it that came to me to write. Those are yours for free to get them. All you have to do is let's say, write Truth radio show, three free eBooks in the subject. Then I'll know where you came from. Right. And then, um, I'll immediately answer you. I'll probably send you the email that I sent to the coast to coast people just because it explains the eBooks. It gives, it will give you a link how you can get uh, your own crystal skull at a 10% discount. If that's sure. what you want, I have a special ring. This will only last for one week from today. Though. Okay. So if you want to do that, just go to the website, look, see if something speaks to you and then you'll have a coupon code for me. You can put in and you'll get 10% off. And my friends are, are very competent. They have a lot of skulls and they've helped Katrina and I a lot of times when we were struggling. Um, they just helped us out. So I love them dearly and I highly recommend. So mm -hmm. the ebook email, very simple to write to, is crystal skull explorers at gmail.com. Although Paul will probably have this email somewhere. Yeah, I'm thinking I'll done it there. Mm -hmm. You know, so he'll have it there, but it's crystal skull explorers plural at gmail.com or just look for Joshua Shapiro. You see my name there by where I'm speaking in crystal skulls and you'll find our website, which has our email. And then if you want to look at our website, it's I had to had to change it a little bit to get it to work. So it's CSE like crystal skull explorer, but the letter CSE dot crystal skull explorers dot com. So cse.crystalskullexplorers.com. And we have a lot more stuff there, articles, uh, pictures of more of our crystal skulls. You can sign up for our free newsletter, which some people have done also, and there's other things. I just keep finding new things to share. So if you like to read and you want to learn, then I'm a good person for that. So, so crystalskullexplorers at gmail.com is the email and cse.crystalskullexplorers.com is the website. Right. So we would be very happy to hear from you. If you have any questions, feel free. I also want to thank Paul. He's been a great guest. I wish I wouldn't have talked so much, so we, no. he could have yeah. asked me more questions. But <laughs> you see how all of these things interrelate. That's what yeah. I love about it. You know, I'm dealing with crystal skulls, but it's taking me into UFOs, ancient civilizations, the paranormal, crop circles. You know, there isn't any subject that they're not connected to. So it's yeah. the perfect one for me. And there's always new skulls coming up. 
You know, I hear from people who tell me about new skull I never heard from before. So it's what makes it interesting. And for some reason, God likes me right now because I think you're about the seventh or eighth radio show that I've done in the past four weeks or, Right. And I still have like three or four more to do. So I say, God, I'm I'm really bored and I'm sitting with all this great information. Can you help me? Right. And my friend Mark calls me up and says, uh, I got this guy, Richard. Uh, would you like to do a show? I had no idea Richard was also the host for Coast to Coast. So mm-hmm. I, must, I must have impressed him when I did his show. So he said, okay, we're doing Coast to Coast next week. Are you ready? I said, yeah. yes, of course. I haven't been on there since 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So... And, and two, if you go to Coast to Coast, there are two interviews, 2005 and the one which Paul just heard, which was about two weeks ago. So right. where yeah, they came Yeah, <laughs> the other one, I think I had three hours. So Okay. It was, right. It's not good to give an Aries a lot of time. We can just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. no, that's great it's a lot of information it's, it's definitely uh, information that needs to be heard i mean we'll definitely have to have you back down the line just so we can go into the whole like ufos and you know sure. the, the whole bigfoot as well because bigfoot is definitely of course sasquatch but that's definitely one of the areas that i'm you know i'm very interested in as well um you know, I have a lot of people that say that bigfoot comes you know that they've seen bigfoot coming out of spaceships and then they go up, you know, they go back mm-hmm. up in spaceships and leave stuff like that. And then people say that they're from here and, you know, they don't, they're not, you know, actually from space, but, you know, they've been here the whole time. And so, I mean, you get two different stories. I'm sure there's other stories out there as well, but. Um, actually both are true, Paul. Yeah. They did come from somewhere else and were brought here, but now this is their home. So, sure. and, and just like we are concerned about what's going to happen in the future. They are too. This is their home. They, they're rooting for us. And they're sending us good energies that, you know, we will figure this out and we will create a peaceful planet. So then, you know, they can come out and we can do what my friend did and go visit with them and, and go with the galactics and everything. So I, I believe that we, we are in route for this. I cannot see any other conceivable possibility, no matter how crazy it gets and no matter what things continue to happen like if they come up with another wave they're talking about another wave of this pandemic um you know you just you got to trust what your inside tells you you know don't give your power away really challenge things test things not everybody's going to be happy with you if you do that but you have to honor yourself and do what's true for you so um so we will come out this just fine I'm hoping by next year, everything will be wrapped up. And then Trump will say, well, you know, we, we've had this contact with the Galactics and now we can have access to all their great technologies and uh, world peace is happening and there's no more hunger or starving or, or um, poverty. You know, that, that's what I see is the future. And it might seem incredible, but I've been shown a way how it actually could be done without the Galactics. It's pretty, pretty amazing, but I'm not the one to talk about it. Sure. I'll just, I'll just whisper. If you want to know, follow QAnon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and they seem to know what's going on and Trump likes them and this new president seems, general seems to like them. So that might be a place to look. Sure. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying look and see what you think. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, Mr. Shapiro, I really appreciate your time, though. Um, it was definitely a lot of great information, and we'll definitely have to have you back on, you know, whenever you get free again, um, so we can go into those other topics. Um, but I'll definitely be linking the website and the ebooks. We appreciate that as well. Um, so everybody Thank can you. go ahead and email. I'll put the, the, the email address down below as well. Um, and then for everybody else, you, like I mentioned before, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, please, please, please hit that subscribe button, uh, that bell icon, as well as the thumbs up icon as well. Um, like I said as well, if you're on the go, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, uh, Truth Defender Podcasts on there. And uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, that's at Defender Podcast, uh, Instagram at Truth Defender Podcast. And if you have any questions for myself or our guests, any topic recommendations or anything like that, uh, that's tr- the Truth Defender 1776 at gmail.com. Uh, once again, everybody, I really appreciate you guys listening to this show um we couldn't do it without you guys and you guys are the reason why we do it so uh, we'll be back again uh, monday i think we'll be having bishop larry gators on again it'll be his uh second go around with us but uh you guys please stay tuned for that show as well and uh, we really appreciate you guys you guys stay safe and stay healthy out there uh stay blessed and stay frosty have a good one
And I'm a defender too now. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a defender as well. Absolutely, sir. We really appreciate it. Um, so you guys stay healthy out there and um, I hope you, guys, you enjoy the you enjoy the game later on. Uh, well, I, I will. It's not the Cub game. They'll be tomorrow, but any baseball game for real. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's great. We're, we're getting back in the Yankees. Your team is playing today. Yankees against yeah. the, the uh, current champion, Washington. Uh, the Phillies. Yes. No, it's Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they play the Nationals today, so it okay. should be a good game. Two yeah. good pitchers. So. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Absolutely, sir. Um, like I said, we'll link everything down below so they can go ahead and check out the website. And uh, you guys want those ebooks as well? Just go ahead and follow that email address and uh, go ahead and get those. Uh, Mr. Shapiro, I really appreciate your time, sir. You stay safe out there and stay healthy. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>